Over the past 14 years since the advent of cryptocurrencies, we finally had an alternative of a real money to use that's not controlled by governments, banks, etc. However, in that time, almost no one uses this stuff on a regular basis. Still, almost everyone lives entirely off of fiat government-controlled currencies. Well, hey, let's change that. I'm here to teach you how you can live on crypto. All right, so first let's set some goals, some guidelines for what we're trying to achieve here. The benefits of using crypto are that you can basically use it to pay anyone anywhere for whatever reason. You don't have to trust anyone and no one can take your money. Of course, today at this early stage in adoption, sometimes you have to use some services as like a go-between between you and your final uh, recipient of the payment. And sometimes they have conditions on them similar to the old fiat system. So we can't get everything perfect all the time. But here are the kind of goals we're going after in descending order. First, we're looking at value preservation, meaning it should be denominated or able to be denominated in crypto rather than you know US dollars or something. Fiat currencies are constantly being inflated by central banks, taking the value of your hard-earned dollar every single day. And so the first thing that we can do is even if we live in entirely similar systems as to what we were doing before, if we just own our wealth denominated in something like gold, or in this case, crypto, then we at least escape that. That's a bare minimum we can accomplish. The second goal is self-custody, meaning you control your own money, no one can take it away from you. Even though crypto does mean you don't have to trust anyone with your money, uh, there are some services like exchanges and other wallets and stuff like that that do act like banks and hold onto your funds for you. And if they decide to take them away for you for whatever reason, including being compelled by a government, they can. So then that's the second goal we're trying to achieve here is to make sure it's money you can control and whenever you pay someone, it's entirely your choice. It's entirely you pressing the buttons, making it work. No one else can just decide to stop you from doing that. And finally, the third goal is no KYC or no identity requirements. That's another hallmark of the old world is that you need permission to do things. You need to prove who you are in order to transact. You go to the bank, they ask who you are, they ask for certain identification, et cetera, et cetera, just to do things. It's the same thing with a whole lot of things. And this is especially prevalent when you're buying crypto. A lot of these services that want your bank account, they need your identification stuff. And this is probably the hardest thing to completely avoid in the crypto world, trying to live entirely off of this stuff. Unless, of course, you've got your own web of local connections and people you know who you can just pay directly with crypto and that's it. A lot of times, if you're paying a mortgage or rent or something like that, you will need to sort of dip your toe into that. But we're trying to avoid that every place we can. So that's the descending order. I think that we can consistently achieve the first two out of those three. And number three, maybe dip our toes in just a little bit here or there, only when necessary. But if there's ways to avoid that last bit, I'll be the first to let you know. All right, so before we start, a quick disclaimer about some of these companies and services I'll be recommending. First, I am not paid to promote 
any of these, not at all. When I link to them where there is a possibility for a referral link, I might have one in there, but I'm not recommending based on some sort of sponsorship or anything. And if you really want to be mean to me, you can just look them up independently and get there and not click a referral link and leave me all broke. But that's your call. Also, this space is so rapidly evolving. And so the options available will be different probably for almost everyone watching this video slightly. There will be a few little things that will be different. And there's some services that I'm kind of waiting on coming out or being available or having different options, which I can't talk about right now because they're not available, but they might be. And anytime they are, I will, of course, add a little note somewhere in the video, but of course, also at the end, there will be an updated resource of everything you need to live on crypto that will continue to be updated so that you don't have to worry about that. But what if it's not available in my country? Well, I can't help you for the entirety of the world. I mostly focus on the US and Europe and places like that. But at the aforementioned directory, there will be a sorting ability to show you which major geographies you can use each of these services in. So yeah, stop complaining. All right, let's get started. Step one is going to be to pick a wallet, which is like a banking app, basically. It's an app that stores your crypto in it and lets you send and receive it. That's pretty simple. There's a million of them out there, but I'm going to be recommending the ones that actually have some features in them that make them easier to be used as, you know, regular money. So the first one is the one I personally use, which is the official Dash wallet. It just supports one coin, Dash, but is a very clean and easy and fast to use for everyday payments and things. But it does have some interesting features such as buying on ramps, a merchant map, an ATM map, and a staking solution to earn interest on it, and a few other cool things that just kind of make it you know, kind of an all-in-one, really easy, clean, fast, etc. thing to use. Number two, and another one I use often, is the Edge Wallet. Now, the Edge Wallet is a multi-coin wallet, meaning it has a whole bunch of different coins it will support, including Dash, but obviously a whole bunch of other ones you might be more familiar with. And out of all the multi-coin wallets that are out there, the reason I recommend Edge is also because it has some pretty cool features in it, such as the ability to stake and earn interest, the ability to buy easily, the ability to actually spend buying stuff with your credit card and getting rewards points back in crypto. So you can actually earn crypto even if you don't have it. And the ability to swap really easily in wallet with some cool, actually decentralized features. And of course, it's easy to use. It has a username and password recovery setup, which is a little bit different from a lot of these other ones. But yeah, it works great. I would recommend Edge for you know any of the coins it supports. Number three, Cake Wallet. This is kind of a newer one to the mix. I believe it's only Bitcoin, Litecoin, Monero, maybe Haven, if I remember correctly. But the reason I'm recommending it is because it allows you to buy and sell in the app, which makes things convenient. But it has a feature called Cake Pay, which allows you to spend at a whole lot of merchants you know, around the US or around the world. And that makes it easier to actually live off of crypto without having to, you know, download a million different apps and be juggling between them and stuff. It's kind of all in one kind of seamless experience. And finally, number four, Phoenix Wallet. This is a pretty bare bones wallet. It does not have a lot of these cool features that these other ones do. And it's Bitcoin only. But the reason I'm recommending it is that first off, it's pretty easy to use, but also it supports 
the Bitcoin Lightning Network payments. And just like with the Dash Wallet, where even though you're just using one coin, you can pay for a whole lot of things. If you just have a reliable Bitcoin Lightning enabled wallet, you can basically kind of live off of it for the most part. So even though it's not as feature rich, if you really just want to use Bitcoin, you can get away with it with Phoenix. All right, so real quick, most people who are watching this are probably basically familiar with how to use crypto or otherwise could look at another video, but I figure I'd catch everyone up on just the very quick basic task of sending and receiving, which is 90% of things you're gonna be doing with crypto. So you have a long cryptographic address, which has a bunch of little letters and numbers in it. And each time you hit receive or someone else hits receive, it's usually a new one. Sometimes not, and that's okay because you can resend to the same address and it still goes to the same person it did last time. But it's kind of like a one-time invoice that comes out. You take that address and you send it to someone or they send it to you and you plug it into your app and then you send to that address. There's two common ways of doing that. The first most common way, of course, is the QR code scanner. So for example, here's my Dash wallet, of course. Um, there's a scan to send button. I press that, I go beep and I scan. And then it inputs that long address in there and then I can just say how much I wanna do, but send. And if I'm sending online, like on my computer or some way that doesn't have a QR code to scan, it's just you copy and paste that long thing. So you copy paste or use a QR code scanner. That's almost the entire way you do this. And it works for just about every single crypto pretty much exactly the same way. There's some changes, like some coins just have one address. They don't give you a new one every time. And then other ones, like when you're using the Lightning Network, it's a little, little weird, but sometimes you have unique um, invoice IDs that you can just use once and that's it. You have to get a new one that you cannot repay to that. And there's a, a couple differences, but that's the main thing. Get used to scanning a QR code and copying, pasting an address and you're good to go. Real quick note on backing up your wallet. So if your wallet is like your physical cash wallet, if you lose your wallet, meaning you delete the app or your phone gets destroyed or something, you lose all the money in it. So we don't want that to happen. Thankfully, you can back it up, which when you go to back up a wallet, in almost every case, you get 12 or sometimes 24 seemingly random words. You take a pen, again, you don't type it out, you don't take a screenshot, you don't do any of that stuff, just trust me. You take a pen and a piece of paper and you, you write it down by hand. You write it down by hand and then you store that somewhere where no one's gonna find it. And if you think you might screw up, write it down again. Give that to your parents or your whatever, or hide it in a safe somewhere, Some, whatever you do, if you're worried about losing that thing. And then you're safe. You just basically are not gonna lose your money, which is great. Edge and Phoenix do have a slightly different way of doing this though. Edge uses a username and password setup, but just like the long recovery phrase, if you lose it, they can't get it back for you, so make sure to back it up. Phoenix uses a recovery phrase too, but it only works in the Phoenix wallet itself. So if you lose your phone, you have to install the same app as before to get everything back. And finally for step one, if you don't wanna just sort of try out spending crypto here and there, if you wanna actually do it more consistently, you're probably going to want a hardware wallet, which is a physical device that's otherwise works like a regular wallet, right? The difference is, when you unplug it, when it's not plugged in, no one can touch it. And so consider it kind of more like a bank account or something that you 
log into and then you move money around you do stuff like that and then you close it out when you're done with it whereas your phone wallet is kind of more like your debit card or a, your pocket full of cash or something like that i personally would think that you just keep like basic walking around spending money on your phone wallet while you walk around and spend it and all the rest you keep in on a hardware wallet and then use it to make payments for like bills and stuff at your computer at home and then you just unplug it and put it in a safe place and then there you go. Right now I prefer the ledger because it's easier to connect to the decentralized exchange Thor chain, which lets you swap a coin for another one right in the wallet. And that's good because sometimes some of these services don't take the coin you might be using the most and you're just like, well, I do wanna pay this bill here and I so I need this coin. I'm just gonna plug in my ledger and I'm going to go swap it around, get the coin I want, and just pay it. And then there you go. Just a quick rundown of using this. Go to app.thorswap.finance, click on the connect button, then pick ledger. Then you can go to swap and swap the coin you have for the one you need. All right, step two, you're going to want to get some crypto. Of course, the best way is to actually get paid in it. However, if you're watching this video, you probably don't get paid in crypto. <laughs> if you do, you probably already know how to use it everywhere. So you're going to want to buy some with whatever money you actually have. Now, there's a bunch of private ways of doing this with cash and like protecting our identity and not letting the government know all that kind of stuff. But that's kind of a lot more advanced. This is the newbie course. If you want to buy privately, you either know people around you who have crypto that will sell it to you for cash, either as a favor or consistently, or you're smart and advanced enough to figure it out on your own. Not for the purposes of this video. Most of those wallets I told you about have some sort of an exchange built into the app. So you can just go in there, pick whatever option, and then go to buy it from there. And then it just ends up in the app. So you just use the app to buy some yourself. And so that's not that bad. Sometimes you might not want to use those exchanges or have a different one that's available in your country. Or it might be like Phoenix that doesn't have one in there. In which case, you still go find an exchange. And then the only difference is you have to actually withdraw to your own wallet manually, which if you remember about how to send and receive, you go into your wallet, you hit a, the receive button, there's an address out there, you copy it, and then you go paste that into whatever exchange you're doing when you go to withdraw, and then there you go. And then it'll get sent to your wallet, and then yay, now you have crypto in your wallet. Just the same, just one extra step. And finally, if you're not trying to just try this out, if you want to actually live on crypto right now and get paid in it, if you can find a job that'll pay you in crypto, great. Most of those are in the crypto space. You got to be kind of working in the industry. But if not, there's two companies, well, one specifically, but then another bonus one, that will actually let you get paid in whatever, like dollars, euros, whatever, but they will pay you in crypto at the end. So you can just give direct deposit information to your employer and then they just pay it thinking they're paying you and they are but it's turning into crypto on your end. And that's pretty cool. Bitwage is the number one company that does this. Coinbase also does a direct deposit feature and there might be more, you know, be on the lookout for them. And finally, if you don't want to change the way you get paid yet and you don't want to go sign up for an exchange and give them your ID and buy stuff, you can just use the Edge wallet and you can just go buy stuff with your credit card and you get rewards points to get in crypto. And so then you accumulate some crypto from there and then you can decide to spend it or stake it or whatever you want to do with it. 
All right, step three, use a spending assist. I don't know if that's a technical term. I don't think there is one yet, but there are some apps out there that even if you can't necessarily spend crypto directly everywhere, these ones will act as a little go-between that effectively let you spend and live on crypto even where it's not completely adopted yet. Of course, my favorite one is one called Dash Direct, which lets you buy gift cards for you know hundreds of thousands of major retailers, except the experience is so smooth of using it that you can just use it as if that was like actual cash. You just find out how much you're gonna spend, you enter that amount into the app, you buy the gift card real quick, and then they scan it, and then there you go, you're on your merry way. And I've been using this to kind of live off of crypto for you know a while. Depending on when you're watching this, this might either be a standalone app still, or it might be integrated directly into the Dash Wallet. And the best part about this is you get a whole lot of discounts, You know, sometimes over 10% if you're lucky, and so it really kind of gives an incentive to save money by using crypto. This is the basic gift card buying flow. You can either search for the merchant you want or see which ones are close to you, then select purchase gift card, then the amount, and go through to open wallet. Then make the payment, You get the gift card, and you're good to get the cashier to scan it. Next, of course, we have CakePay, which is run by the same company that does Dash Direct. The discounts aren't quite as good, but you can use it in the Cake Wallet. So if you don't want to use Dash, you can use like Monero, Bitcoin, Litecoin, etc. to use it. And you still save some money. The Cake experience is pretty similar, except it's in the wallet itself, so you don't have to go through some of those last steps. Now, CakePay on the web, not in the app, does have some other features such as gift cards elsewhere and some like prepaid like debit cards and stuff that let you spend it you know in more places so it definitely look into that number three has been a longtime favorite of mine bit refill bit refill lets you pay mobile phone top-ups like if you have a prepaid phone or whatever that's how i pay my phone bill and some other things like that it also in some countries as of right now just el salvador though that might be changed by the time you're watching this lets you pay all your utility bills and stuff like that too. We'll get to that later. But most importantly, it does sell gift cards for just so many different companies all around the world. Now the user experience and the discounts are not as good as something like Dash Direct, for example. However, it still is relatively easy to use and it has a bigger selection or different selection, especially when you go internationally and go, you know, all the other countries where it's Dash Direct is mostly in the US, for example. But hey, you, you can and probably should use both together. A couple of other mentions for outside of like North America and Europe. These are actual separate wallets, but I figured I'd recommend them because of just how useful they could be depending on where you live. So the first one is Zapit, and Zapit works no matter where you are as a wallet, but it has a feature where in India you can pay hundreds of millions of merchants or users through this unique bridge to the UPI system. And so if you're in India, you should probably get the Zapit wallet and use that. And you can pretty much live all off of crypto. I believe right now Zapit only supports Bitcoin Cash, but who knows, it could have changed by the time you're watching this. And finally, an honorable mention, BitFi. Now, the reason it's an honorable mention is because BitFi is a custodial platform. It's like a, a crypto bank. And the reason I'm mentioning that, despite it being you know custodial and needing your identity, which those are things that I, we're trying to avoid here if we can, remember, is that you can spend it at like millions of merchants all over Brazil. So if you're in Brazil and you just really want a way to do this easily, then it might be on the table for you.
All right, step four, bill pay services. This is one of the most influx kind of areas of the living on crypto thing. There have been so many bill pay services that have come and gone. So many of them only support certain regions, et cetera, et cetera. And unfortunately, most of them do require that one last of those three principles that we're trying to avoid, KYC, giving up your identity in order to use, but you know, what are you gonna do? But the real cool thing about this is probably most of your spending isn't on just everyday little going out to the store and buying things. It's probably just hitting out the big bills, like your rent, your mortgage, your water, your electricity, all those kinds of things. And having a service that just kind of lets you do that, especially from home, from behind your computer, and you don't have to be out there like fumbling with a new app while the cashier is waiting for you or whatever, uh, it really helps a lot. So the first one is Spritz Finance, which is dedicated towards just letting you pay your bills. Right now, it has a limited number of coins you can pay with, and it's US only, but it does let you you know, pay almost everything. And so it's incredibly useful. A quick note on this. With Spritz, you will have to connect a wallet rather than just send to an address. Go to this article to connect a ledger. I already mentioned the second one, BitRefill. BitRefill lets you pay your bills in El Salvador. They used to let you pay in the US. Fingers crossed that comes back. And who knows, they might add some more countries. But yes, they let you just pay a very wide range of bills. And so that really helps you live all in crypto. And the third one I'm mentioning here is Swappin, which lets you pay your bills in a wide variety of countries all over Europe, all over parts of Africa, et cetera, et cetera. It's just pretty useful just about everywhere. And so just for that reason, for how wide their range is, um, definitely worth mentioning here. Okay, that's most of what you need to live on crypto. Here's a couple little bonus tips that I thought would be pretty important to have in here. So first, if you wanna travel anywhere, Travala and Alternative Airlines are pretty good. They take crypto and you know basically just take care of the whole travel experience. Another tip is for fueling up your vehicle. That's traditionally a lot harder, especially since a lot of those prepaid cards don't really work super well at gas pumps around the world. So then try looking on BitRefill. You might find some gas cards that are useful for you. Or if you get Amazon credit on some place like BitRefill, Phil. Amazon does sell some physical, like physical plastic cards, their gift cards for gas stations that then you can buy and just keep around and then use that. Also a hack that I like to use is I get Walmart gift cards, put them in my Walmart app, and then use the little Walmart pay QR code scanner at gas pumps that a Walmart or Sam's Club, for example, will use. And I can just do that. And I bet there's some other similar hacks for other companies. Just to keep you thinking. And finally, one of my favorites, Shopping Bit, has a concierge service where they will basically buy anything for you, <laughs> almost anything, and just ship it to you. And they have some minimums. I mean, it's not like for everyday little things, but if you just say, I really want this item, I can't find any way to pay with crypto, then they'll hook it up for you and then you can just pay in crypto and they'll send it to you. And so, that's a really great option. Okay, great. That should be more than enough to get you started. I know this is a very big and daunting task for people who have been living one way their whole life to start completely changing the way they transact and changing their money entirely. So yeah, feel free to keep referencing this video and try out little things at a time. Like, oh, I buy some crypto here, buy a couple things. So you see how it works. And I know things change all the time. So three links for you. First off, deathcenter.net slash crypto. That's my how to live on crypto page. And of course, I'll have the video embedded and I'll be updating it as things change and new options become available. So that's your number one thing. Number two, decenter.net slash crypto dash services. And that's a resource of all the crypto accepting 
businesses and services that I think are useful. And I'm gonna be adding and modifying them all the time, so it's a nice fresh list for you to always kind of come back to. The best part is it's sortable, so you can add in a little search term, like let's say where I can use Litecoin in Europe. And then by putting that in, it just filters, these are the services where you can spend Litecoin in Europe, for example. Super useful. And finally, if you enjoyed this and want to say thanks, or you want to get into my Discord and Telegram channel and ask me more questions about all this cool stuff, uh, go to dissenter.net slash NFT and buy one of my NFTs, which will get you into those channels and give you a cool little souvenir and let you, you know, experiment and learn another cool thing about crypto. And then you can just go and ask me about anything or leave super chats and comments and stuff for my videos, especially the live shows. And so, yes, that's a great way of saying thanks if you enjoyed any of this info. Okay, thanks for watching, everyone. This has been a lot of fun, a lot of hard work for me to do. I will see you guys in the next video, but please, in the meantime, start trying to live on crypto. This is an incredible opportunity to actually embrace a really quickly changing new exciting technology and actually start living freer and controlling a big part of your own life much more directly at an early stage. And I got really excited and started living all off of crypto in 2015. And I really hope you guys give this a try as soon as you can. All right, bye everyone.